Westeros. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners and we got John Six on deck. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because this might be a long one. Psych. Gotcha. Gentlemen, <laughs> how you doing? Doing pretty good. Short. I don't think it's necessarily a short page-wise chapter, but yeah, it's pretty uh, concise. I don't think we'll be here too long. It's like nine pages. A good one. One thing I will point out. So, Have you ever said bad one? Hang on. I don't think I've said anything yet either. I was about to like, ask I you, have, but I think people I, think are here I did me, say the last cat one we had where she's just like walking through the rain. I think I said that was an and nah one. Not bad. That was an nah. Yeah, one. that's fair. You, you, probably, say, you probably said that and then like, yeah, but it's still pretty good. There's still parts <laughs> Kyle, what are your thoughts? Real quick. Real, so quick synopsis before we ask Kyle. John just gets to the wall, right? He gets back to the wall. I think the interesting thing about that is we haven't seen Castle Black since first chapter of Clash of Kings, I don't think. So it's been a while since we've been back to this place. It was kind of like a major plot that we were this at for a, a spot we were at for a while. But yeah, Kyle, what did you think about it? So this was one that, like you said, it was pretty straightforward, or at least it felt pretty straightforward. Um, it's just a big exchange of information. It's not really much to speculate on, I don't think, here yet. But um, yeah, he gets he gets kind of brought up to speed on the the state of everything. And oh, what I was going to say about the chapter, just in in terms of a reader, like this was a good one. It, it felt like kind of a mid book payoff a little bit, where it's finally some of this, you know, this this story. I don't know. It went well. It's linking up. They've been building up to this point for him to get back there. Comes full circle. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how else to explain it. Like it feels like it's finally like touching onto the like that. Like you said, where it's. Where it's been trying to go for a yeah, while, you know what I'm like saying? We're ramping up a little bit. I mean, also, John's just been solo, right? Kind of like separate from everything he, everything else we care about, yeah. like the wall. And now that's like those two worlds are kind of colliding back together. It's cool. I think there's also like a sense of urgency in this chapter, too. Well, for sure, yeah. Like, John's like, I can't go to sleep. Like, this is like on I us mean, now. John's feeling the sense of urgency. doesn't feel like anybody else really. I mean, I think they kind of get it by the end. But I guess my, my point there is like Kyle was saying there's not much to predict upon. But I think like... There's some stuff we know is going to take be pl- taking place at the wall pretty soon that we could get some speculation, but we'll get to that towards the end. All right. So John is riding you know, kind of where we left the last time we saw John. He's on the horse. He's pushing her back to the wall. His legs messed up. Yep. Still has an arrow in it. He pulled it out. No, didn't he pull it out? Oh, he pulled yeah. that out. Right. That was what the last thing. But uh, so it's maybe stop bleeding but it seems to start to bleed every now yeah, and pretty again. much every time he gets up to ride so this is again like timeline wise the timeline that, that i like go off of this says it's been nine days since the last john chapter that just seems like that's a lot of he'd be dead he, he doesn't have food he's not like honey there's no way he's hunting for himself with, like this banged up leg i'm thinking like two <sighs> days tops right like maybe less than that losing but a lot of know. blood yeah let's write on let's comment on that website that they're full so you kidding me well nelson has said before that they're they've been off yeah, I mean, there's been times that I disagree with it before. I think it's a, a generally pretty close, but uh, yeah, I don't know if I if I buy that one completely. But dude, this is like a day's exactly. ride. I'm just yeah. looking at the map. It's a That's day's ride. Too. It's yeah, it's hard to tell scale wise based on the map, but it seems re- relatively close to the King's Road. Nope. I know the I know the <laughs> scale. It's about it seems a day. relatively close to the King's Road. Um, so yeah, he's excited to see his friends. He's excited to see. He thinks uh, Three Finger Hob, Donald Noy, Maester Eamon. Again, like these are the guys who never left Castle Black. So these are guys we haven't seen since book one. I, I like it. Meeting old friends. Some stories to tell, right? 
and the, yeah. yeah, so those are the people who are always there, and he, the people he wonders about are Jor, Gior, Sam, Gren, Ed, Dywin, and he thinks of Egret a lot too. Is what he's thinking. Yeah, he's conflicted. Yeah, because he liked her, but he also is kind of conflicted about how easily, like, she had no problem killing that guy, and that's kind of she was a savage. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she's like not like like savage as like a badass motherfucker. Yeah, that's been her life too. Right? I just think there's a few times when he like thinks about that, like. Like here, he thinks about it like, oh, she had a warm smile, but could slit a man's throat. And then later, when like he mentions her to like Eamon and and Donald Noy, they're like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "How could I explain her to them? She was fierce and wild, but could slit a man." Like he bring it's kind of like a cat chapter where he brings this up a bunch of times. Uh, yeah. So he pulls up the Molestown, almost drives right by it, and yep, gets fresh mount, gets a piece of bread and some some wine, and then rides on, but leaves them a message too to pack that shit up yep i will say again at one point on that ride john when he's thinking about egret he thinks like compares himself to ned again he's like i wonder if my dad felt like this like conflicted when he was riding back to catlin he's like he was duty bound to her like i'm duty bound to the wall Mm -hmm. so nice watch yeah yeah. so just like he's been he brings that up like that parallel up here and then so but he rides through mole town i think on the way he i don't know if did you say this he swaps horses gets a fresh I did yeah, say fresh that. ride, fresh horse, sack of wine, piece of bread. And he warns everybody, like yo. And he's like, get the fuck, get your shit, let's <laughs> yep, go, yeah. Castle Black, get to the wall. Yeah, yeah. there's wildlings down here. Now's your chance. Uh, and he gets to Castle Black then, and it looks like a ruin. There's no lights on, no sentries, weeds are all over the place. I mean, to be fair, this is essentially how he left it, right? I don't remember. I feel like it wasn't in good shape anyway. Well, there was way more people. Yeah. I think that's kind of the part. Like, he says, like, there's weed growing up through, like, the cracks. I think that just means, like, there's not as much people. Like, there's just not as much, like, foot traffic daily. Maintaining the shit. Because we. Oh, you're saying. Dude, I don't know if we've. Yeah, just natural through walking on it. Just walking. I thought you meant, like, through the. Through the building, too. Yeah. Like, they're trying to keep appearances. I don't but. know if we have exact numbers here. I'm, I'm sure I wrote them down if we do. But um, he does say, like, most of the people were sent away. Right, like we'll get to it in a second, but like, oh, yeah. so the castle in terms of like, is it like he it was when he left it? I don't think so. Right, all John's ever known was with it, like p- all those people that were sent away recently with Bone Marsh were here, but also all the people that went out on the ranging. John's never seen the castle without those people. Like, yes, they've been gone for like nine months or whatever. Like the castle has been without them, and there was two hundred of them too. Exactly, like two hundred, pretty pretty solid yeah. number. Yeah. So John, you're assuming he's been. I think it was like three hundred ish. Is how many were here before? And I think if we get numbers, I know the number. I don't know if it's in the chapter or not. So I'm, I'm hesitant to say yet. I think it's like fifty, and then it's it's exactly. Small. So it's way it's a way less. I think he says forty or something. I think that's chapter. it. Yeah. Uh, but it's so it's way less, right? Three hundred to forty, exactly. So he sees a little bit of smoke coming out of the armory, like barely a wisp, and he goes in and checks. And there's oh, our, he's like, "Fuck yes, people!" Yeah. Right? Like, thank God. Because when he first gets there, he looks in the first two likely places where he's going to see find whoever's in charge. First one, Lord Commander's Tower, but that one got burnt when John burnt the white. So after that, though, Mormont had moved into King's. King's, King's Tower. Tower. King's Tower. And John looks there, but there's no lights there either, which makes sense because we hear... Uh, I mean, isn't he just, like, looking at it as he walks by? Like, I, I think like his point not. is, like, where am I going, right? Because he looks there, looks there, there's no lights on there, and yeah, then he yeah. sees the smoke coming out of the armor, and he's like, okay, I guess that's my bet. Right, yeah. right. Um, I think he's just kind of, like, walking through, like, wow, this place is empty. Any sign of life. Yeah, but I think he, I think that part of where he's looking at the King's Tower, I think he's hoping to see a light on and be like, Gior's back. Right. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't know. He's yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. that all these, pe- all these people are back. So I think he's hoping it's bustling, which would be a sign that 
people made it back from the fist. Well, yeah. Shit ain't bustling, I'll tell you that. <laughs> exactly. So. Well, I mean, he did know the fist happened. Yeah. Like, so he had a, a little warning here. He knew shit went bad. But so, like Jeff said, goes into the armory. Our guy, one arm Noy. One arm Donald Noy. Yep. Great, great guy. He's just got. I, I want to like see a compare. Like, he's a pretty big guy, right? Is he like the hound big? Is he the mountain big? Just with one arm, yeah. like is he like super strong? I take him more like stocky, like like those guys are are tall. Like he drank a lot of beer, like yeah, like more like what Robert from the show looks like, yeah. like kind of like that with that with less fat. One of those guys that just has like a hard beer belly, like nah, it's not. You know what I'm talking about? Like when someone's yeah. fat, but yeah. their belly is really hard. Yeah, he's like he is like an armor, so he's got the oh, you know, just his like, arms just, probably his one arm is ripped, huge forearms. But Noy's uh, surprised to see him and also has heard some rumors about him. Yeah. Which was, I think that's the, the, the most interesting part for me on the reread and Kyle, I don't know, but the, they've got like a decent amount of news from somewhere, right? <laughs> like news is coming into Castle Black. Well, yeah. Well, this, like, I thought he said somebody was out there watching or something. Right? Buckwell. Somebody's out scouting. Yeah. German Buckwell was out scouting. Yep. Yeah, but like. Why, like he was at the fist with them. I think he was like him, Buckwell, Corey, and I think Thor and Smallwood were the were the three people that were sent out with groups, right into like the Frost Fangs to find out what was going on. And Corn's group okay. never came back, but I thought the other two did. But it just seems weird. Okay. Like it doesn't. Like he had to see these guys basically climbing the wall, right? Or like no, that was way down the way. Yeah, it was just it's nowhere near Castle Black. Like anybody coming from the fist that was in the Night's Watch would have gone right to Castle Black. So I'm guessing it might have been closer to the fist. Okay. Just because we know they both crossed through that point. That's the point they were both at. Just chilling in a tree. They walked by and like, oh, fuck, John's a a wildling. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess they kind of went south and then walked around for, I mean, it says a fortnight, so 14 days. Yeah, that's a fortnight, yeah. All right, uh, whatever. So, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, so well, the interesting thing there is like he saw he saw you with the wildlings and wearing a sheepskin cloak, right? And you are, the, and you're right. Here he is in a sheepskin <laughs> yeah, cloak. Like, yeah. cloak. So, yep. yeah. So he's like, okay. So there was some some truth to that. Which why would he not believe Buckwell, right? Like, yes, it's one of the things like you don't want to believe. That's like it. the one thing you can ID is yeah. people that you actually know. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> yep. Sounds like. Yeah. This why guy would you him. not believe him? Uh, he's like, yo, do I need to kill you right now? Yeah. What, what's the deal? And John just owns it all. He's like, nope, everything you heard was true, but it was at the command of Corrin. So. Yeah. It's just to get out of fr- jail free card. No, Corrin told me to do it. <laughs> Again, he could be lying, but I don't think I mean, anybody true, is very true. suspects him of <laughs> but, lying. <laughs> There's no proof of that. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of times in movies or, or like, I, I, I can't really think of any book examples, but like in movies, like a character will do something stupid. Another character, like seemingly stupid, but for like... He has an out, right? Like he could explain his way out of it, and then he'll get hard pressed from somebody else, and he just like refuses to say it. Or they get cut off before they can. Like I don't even want to hear your. Yeah, and then they never come back to it. But like the anger, like the tense tension stays there, and you're like, why don't you just explain explain this? Like you can explain this, just do it. Like you know what I mean? Now you have time. For for a second there, I don't know. Even though I've read this before, I thought John was like not going to say it right away, and there was like going to be like a couple pages of like, are you a wild thing? But no, John's just like, yeah, corn told me to like, that's it. And then they just kind of move past it. And always like, yeah, okay. Sounds good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they don't linger on it at all. All right. Good example. Bruce almighty. When the, uh, when the news anchor lady kisses Bruce and Jennifer Aniston walks in. Exactly. Yes. Perfect example. He's like calling, calling his wife on the phone (laughs) and she kisses him. She sees it. And he's just, 
Yeah. He's like more worried about like him getting anchor than like exactly. saying. Exactly. Just like explain what happened like and you'll be fine. But yeah, they just like make a whole thing out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, John's asking like, where is everybody? So he said, John explains his thing away and he asks like, where's everybody at? Shit, everyone's everywhere. We're getting attacked from all sides. <laughs> exactly. And John knows what's up. Which, like, they could get attacked from everywhere. Like, Mads has the people, right, to seemingly actually attack yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's got a massive group. But they're not, not all of them are trained army. Like, well, that's something that I, I kind of keep after reminding myself. Like, his group is not as big as it seems. Yeah, I mean, right? I, I guess, like, you kind of have. It's kind of like Danny. Because, like, the number is one thing, but the number of fighting men is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I would, like. I would say at least Mantas fighting people. Like, obviously, Harma and Ygritte are, are taking up arms and. Yeah. Are, are better than, let's say, the old people or the women that are following Danny. True. Well, so, way I get, what we're getting at is, like, what John's thinking here is he's like, this is all fakes, right? Like, Mance isn't actually trying to attack any of these places. He just wants to spread us out because this is where the attack's going to be. And I guess what I'm saying is I think Mance has the men to, like, attack multiple places. Not that, like, attack is necessarily the right word because, like, what are you going to do at a massive wall where the gate is frozen shut so, like, right. you can't even go that's through the gate? The, that's the biggest thing is that there's only three gates, right? Exactly. There's only three open gates, like, two at the very end. and the, Yeah, exactly. But my point is, like, just do, like, send, like, 50 groups the size of the group that you sent with John out to just climb the wall at 50 different spots, right? Like, just actually do it. John seems to think they're fake. Well, there aren't 50 different spots, I don't you think. You just need 50 different lo- diff- points on the wall, and it's 100 leagues long. I don't think that – that's not how that worked, though. Like, there was a giant tree that You're got right. halfway this was up. A, they were at a really like, good spot for the it. The wall was already short. Like, they, this, there's a reason they were there. You're right. That, they, and that was, like, the best of them. So it's not like anybody can just do it. But it does seem like once the ladder's up, you can get – People fell off. John's a 15-year-old boy who – not that he's like he's able bodied, like very capable, but he just he climbed this thing on his first try. Not his hand. With, with a bum hand. I'm just saying, if you once you get the ladder up, it seems like you could then it's just like a keep the ladder up for a week. You know what I mean? So it, it, I'm just saying that John says they're faking it. I'm like, are they really faking it though? Like why would you fake it? Like you have the if you have the men. You know what always shocked me, Nels? They definitely have the men and they definitely have the resources to chop down some trees, make some canoes. Go over to Eastwatch by the sea and fucking paddle boat your way around around it. Just like a ten minute journey. In. We don't know what it looks like out there. That seems far. I don't know if we've heard this or not. I don't think it's a spoiler, but I think the Eastwatch has. I think they have boats. Like okay, I think I have heard about that. To make it so that you can't do that. Not that it wouldn't be impossible to get like a decent sized boat. Going. I mean, get yourself a get yourself a guy like. Uh, davos and sneak through it at nighttime people do trade with the wildlings right like i think we've heard of that before like people like yeah mance like yeah. somebody had some red thread from a shy right so people are trading with the wildlings so yeah just get on if they wanted to just get on a boat right uh with like a trader just pay for passage is that viable for a ton of people i don't know but if you all got on canoes too some of you guys are getting through maybe not all of you yeah and i guess my point is that same, mance has same enough as people to just yeah. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. John is kind of saying True. he's putting all his eggs in one basket. That basket is Castle Black. That's where we need to be. My point is, if I was man, I'd be putting, doing what you said. Throw, throw some people, go make some boats. You guys try that. We're going to try and send a bunch of different people over the wall. We're going to go the other side near the mountains. When the wall ends, we're going to try that. I don't know. You don't want to split up your group that much, though. And I guess the problem is, yeah, when you don't have, when you only have 100 people that you're working with. You kind of got, I guess John's choosing like the lesser of two evils. Like, okay, yeah, let some of them sneak through. If this gate gets opened, 
they're all through. Well, yeah, the gate is yeah. the the key. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly, and that's that's so that's what John conveys to Noi here, and he's like, "We need to act. We need to act." And I think Donald's just like, "We need to get you. We need to get you to, to the Mace Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna. I mean, gonna die yeah. here before you get to act. Yep. So they they wobble up. John tells them how many people they got. They got 120 wildlings that are already south of the wall. Yeah, a lot more north of the wall. Yeah. The only the only note I have next to about this before they get there is Noi asking about ghosts. Where's yep. your Where's your pup? Yes, I do. And I guess right before we get that is he does say like Kyle said, 40 men, but they're all crippled in or new recruits. Green boys. And where's your pup? He tells him uh, about what happened on the other side of the wall, right? He's like, I had to, I had to go climb it. He couldn't. There was no way he was going to do that, so I told him to come back here. Yep. And they're like, he's like, no, no sign of him yet. So, ghost MIA. He'll show up on the other side of the wall when they need him. Okay. Kyle prediction. I guess the other thing is John asks who's in charge now that Bowen's gone, and he says Sir Winton Stout. But we kind of hear throughout like this here and a little bit in the future, like. This guy's like old as fuck. He has no idea what's going on. So Noi, Noi. kind of says like it's basically me, the meanest of the cripples. Like I'm, yeah, he's I'm like nobody I'm the else closest. is here. Yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? Nothing. Not officially commander, but I guess I'm the closest to what we got. So yeah, they get in there. They're in there with Mister Amon. Clytus lets him in. John's laid out on the table. Ravens up in the up above, going snow, 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 snow. No, no. He thinks this means Sam's back. Or they made it back. Uh, yeah, true. It, it wasn't he kind of because like, Sam was teaching all the ravens. Basically, he Sam was teaching a bunch of the ravens at the fist to words. teach to sit. Well, snow specifically because he's like, I'm teaching them to say your name, and John's like, Snow's nothing a black brother wants to hear about. Like, teach him something else. Okay. But he was Sorry, pretty much teaching enough. them snow. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's essentially saying that the ones at the fist came back. Yeah, I think at least some of them. Yeah, that's a sign of that. And John takes it to mean that Sam might be with him because he. Wasn't at the fist, so he didn't know that Sam just He's let them all go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Eamon shows up, and he starts setting people to do stuff. Get some wine boiling, get some irons on the fire, get yeah. a knife. Get ready. This shit's about to get hot in here. Yep. John's about to, to, to hate his life. Yep. Eamon's over 100 and blind, but his wits were as sharp as ever. Dude, wild. Just a wild deal. Just a great old man. He's well, Clytus does most of the work. With, with Clytus is guiding his hands. He he's said. fingering holes and stuff. John likes screaming when he's fingering his arrow. Hole. Well, exactly because he's not very gentle because <laughs> he can't see. He's got to yeah. He's just got to feel he's it out. Fi- he's got to figure out what's going on in there. Yeah, he's sniffing stuff. He's sniffing bandages. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's just burn this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Yep, just cut it out. Ugh. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Amy was like, "All right, John, I want to hear your whole story." But we got to deal with this shit first. Like there'll be time for that later. But yeah. But then they continue to kind of talk about it as they're treated. Well, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, John's not the, giving make it the chapter up. go. Yeah. John's yeah. trying to keep himself. Keep in mind. It'd be pretty lame if they're like, "All right, see you next time." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's explaining the corn thing, like he explained before. He talks about steer, and then Amon starts making him scream. When he's done with that, he asks about Gior. Amon explains that he was killed by his own brothers. And I think that's cool. John thinks that the Eamon's words hurt a hundred times more than his fingers. Like the word, the news of uh, GR. The overthrow at uh, Craster's yeah. Keep. Yeah. Which does suck, right? Like, I mean, that was definitely an awful. Yeah, event. I mean, it's got to be an awful way to, to find out that news. Yeah. And the way it happened too. like, you would rather him well, die in like saying, battle yeah. or of old age than from his, the people at that Craster's Keep. Yeah. Like yeah. Pe- people say that like a lot of characters that like, 
even like if heroic characters in series do die, they die a lot of times. Like you guys are saying, like in battle As or something. All the heroic characters we have just like kind of get shit on, like Ned getting his head cut off after yeah by his own lying sword. about Joffrey, like taking you know what the I mean, like, book, shitting on yeah. his own honor. Yeah. So, kind of par for the course. Yep. But yeah, two hundred men had left. He John learns only a dozen had returned. Uh, oh, he also asked who were the ones that turned on him. We heard. We've heard of these guys, Garth of Old Town, Alola, Pan, Dirk, cowards, thieves, and killers. And John says, or Eamon says, the watch isn't what it used to be. There's too few honest men to keep the rogues in line. Yeah, I mean, they've been pulling so many people from the the, the dungeons. dungeons. Like, of <laughs> yeah. course, I, I, I like, for some reason, kind of forgot them myself, right? Like, that these yeah. are these are just already criminals that, like, they don't, they don't give a shit. I yeah, guess it's hard you would for me to understand. You're giving them a second chance, though, right? It's like, yeah, but but I their second gonna... chance is bullshit. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. And it it's hard for me to like understand how the watch was, right? Because they always talk about like how it was when it was like an honorable thing to go there and like nice yeah, and just do serve. it for the honor of it. Yeah. And it was thousands I, of people. I mean, in we it, like... we know the biggest reason was like brothers that just had no place in it, and it was like, hey, I'll go up there. Right? Yeah, like, like second sons and stuff like that. Yeah, but. I I just it'd be interesting to see what that looked like compared to this and, like and I guess it's kind of you you're not looked at as knights but they're doing basically the same thing like they're they're saying that they're not going to have families they're not well, going to protecting the realm too, yeah. So, yeah so you know I could see that if you're if you would be a knight a member of the knights watch I would say at the beginning held the same sort of honor right it's the same for sure i mean that benjamin gives that whole speech to john like you're no better than anybody here you earn your place once you're in the watch like your title doesn't mean anything we, we say it's not quite true because waymar in the prologue of the first yeah. book he's leading and arranging even though he's only there a year over guys who are like lifers on the wall yeah. <clears throat> just because he's a lord but even someone with like a really shitty background or like you know a peasant like all right let me go join the watch i'll eat food have a purpose yeah. to my life and yep would you know begging for bread or and going or doing something with it like john john's not a uh criminal he's just a bastard felt like he had no place in the world john could have been drinking drinking wine all day like me just drinking drinking a glass of loki (laughs) yeah yeah he could have had a better life but so john asks if since gior's this is interesting i we hadn't thought about this if we talked about it, I don't know. Dior's dead. Who's the next guy in charge? Is it Bowen Marsh? Is he just auto? Like that's how it works. Is well, I mean, we hear succession. later that there's a, a a choice, right? And that's what he said. That's what Eamon says. Like he'll be in charge until we have a choosing, like the ability to hold a choosing. Yep. So John starts thinking of possible candidates: Corn Halfhand, dead. Jamie John, Riker, dead. Benjamin Stark, missing. Bowen Marsh. He basically just says nah. <laughs> Who is Bill Marsh? Is he the cook? He's the Lord Steward, so he's like the head, the top of the the steward class. Uh, is he pimple pimple boy? Uh, they call him <laughs> old pomegranate. I don't think he has pimples. His face gets really red. Uh, who is the boyle guy? Chet. Chet. Who was? Who is the guy Tyrion sent north? Uh, he's not here yet. He sent um, Janna Slint. Janna Slint. Right, I think Ooh, I think John's gonna get it. What'd you say? I thought I thought you were considering him as a candidate. I mean, he is obviously a candidate. Well, he's not he's not here yet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that was the whole point, right? Is they wanted to make him somebody wanted to make him in charge, 
Well, yeah, I think that I think Tyrion and Tywin the got the word sent a letter the, like, "Hey, they asked for help," and the Ty- Lannisters are like, "Yeah, yeah we can't really charge help you more. yet, but don't worry, we sent somebody up there who we think you're really gonna like and and send him our regards, and then maybe we'll <laughs> we'll send some people up there." So yeah. yeah, it was basically like, "Hook this guy up, or or we're not gonna help you." Quid pro quo. Um, yeah. So John keeps going through the list. Bowen Marsh, nah. Sir Winton Stout, the old guy, too old. Thorin Smallwood, did he survive? We don't know. Sir Otten Withers, did he survive? We don't know. Cotter Pike and Dennis Malister. So Cotter Pike is the Lord Commander. I don't know if he's the Lord Commander. The Commander of Eastwatch by the sea. And Dennis Malister is the Commander of the Shadow Tower. And they don't like each other. They've got they some do old not like each other. rivalries. Of- yeah, and that was kind of why the bear was there, right? Was he kind of separated them and kept them to them- yeah. themselves? Both seem to be capable, but uh, yeah, they don't get along, so they just put them on different sides of the wall. And I, we brought this up in a recent cat chapter. The reason they don't like each other is because Pike, Iron Man, Malister, Seaguard, they're right next to each other. So yeah, they, the their families Iron just have histories were, of raiding. Looting. Exactly. Uh, John talks about Stir again, how they're going to attack from the north, or from the south, come back up north, but they haven't found the Horn of Winter. He kind of goes off on on the horn yep. a little bit and that's what they were searching for they were digging in graves egret egret told me that they were digging in graves and I'm like whoa well this is when he's he drank the the milk of the poppy right yeah he's starting to get a little loopy because he had he'd already drank it at this point so yeah he's when he's saying all this he he started to think like oh i'm getting a little dizzy the other thing that you mentioned it jeff but i wanted to go a little more into it when he talks about the magnar how like oh the ones that are south of the wall the magnar's there noise like the magnar is a lord on skagos it, I just looked. It's in the bay next to Eastwatch by the Sea. Yep, Skagos is island. an island in the bay by Eastwatch by the Sea. And what it, what's implied here, um, Noy said, so Noy goes on to say, there were Skagosans at Eastwatch when I first came to the watch and they spoke about him. And Eamon says that John was using it not as a family name but as a title. To me, that implies there's a family with the last name Magnar just like Stark. Right, like there's a guy named something like that, Jeff I, or, Magnar somewhere, and yeah. this is, and that guy is the Lord at on that island. Right, that's that's uh, to me that's how that's, I take that. Okay, which is kind of cool. Like it's almost like they their last name they took as Lord, right in the old tongue. But yeah, exactly. Amen explains. No, that's not what it means. We're actually talking about what was used as a title, not as a family name. Uh, and John's like, yeah, he's the Lord of a place called Den. He's kind of a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's got a ton men. of people. Yeah, he's got a hundred men, and there's twenty people who know our land, the the land below, south of the wall as well as we do. Yep, and then they get into the interesting stuff that Jeff was talking about, Horn of Winter talk. And Eamon's like, "What? They? That's a fairy tale. That's a, that's, that's a fake thing. <laughs> Basically, it's like, it doesn't it's exist. A, it's it's a legend. Do they really think it's true? He's like, yeah, but they didn't find it. Yeah, even even you greet. Yeah, it's like, yeah, my girlfriend's been telling me that they've been digging for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when he lets the name slip. She's warm and smart and funny, and she can kiss a man or slit his throat. And this is when he gets into, yeah, like she's with Steer, but he wants to be like, but you can't kill her because I love her, right? Well, he says, I, I broke my vows with her, but I was commanded to. I just meant, like, he was kind of struggling with it at the beginning of that that whole thing there. Like, he's like, she's she's not like them. She's just only a girl. And, like, he's trying to explain himself away. Yeah. Then he just gets into the, the whole I was commanded. Yeah, I, I broke excuse, my vows. Like out. if he wouldn't yeah. have fucking came out he and said this, nobody would have cared. Man. Yeah, exactly. He could have. He could have tried to play it cool a little bit. 
I think this is also where it's kind of written like, oh, the milk of the poppy was taking over. Why was he saying this? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the the last interesting part here is John, like, tells himself that he's not going to scream. And then it says he broke that vow as well. Yeah, immediately. Just reminded me of the Jamie thing, right? When Jamie was working with Kyburn was like, or no, no, no. That was when they were about to. Like, You're right. When um, they cut his hand, cut his off. hand off. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no fool will make me scream or whatever. Yeah, and the they, Jamie screamed. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and Jamie screamed. Yeah. Just reminded me of that. Uh, they put him to Betty bed. Well, I think he, he faints. He wakes up coddled like a baby at one point, And then, yeah, next time he wakes up back in bed with his boy Pip next to him. Oh, Pip. and Gren. Pip in the Oroch Gren. Yep. Like, yeah, just good. Good to see the good old friends getting back together for the first the time. Even though John is fucked up and he's like except, freaking out. Except one guy. Yeah, Sam, well, Sam's not back. We didn't bring Sam. And Ed's not in the room. I'm and Ed is. Ed could have really brought some being, humor to this scene. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we get a little, a few more confirmed lives for um, for John, right? Yep. Dywin, Giant, Dolores Ed, Donald Hill, Ulmer, Left Hand Lou, Garth Greyfeather. Yep. And then four, four or five, five more. others. And him. Yep. And John immediately asked about his boy. What about Sam? And Gren, pretty ashamed about this one. I had to leave my boy. No, he didn't say that. He says he fucking killed one of them. That's the first thing he oh, says. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's the first thing. Because he's trying to soften the blow, it's right? It's a sandwich method. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, yeah, your boy I, Sam killed, <laughs> did the coolest thing ever. But <laughs> he's probably he had to leave him. <laughs> He's out there. But yeah. he could kill this More guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he killed him. We call him Sam the Slayer now. He hates that. And John, like, oh, no fuck? fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, what, what, are, am I dreaming still? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, what happened to him? And then this is where Gre- Greg is pretty shamed. He's like, we tried to slap him around, try to pull him, but you know, he's just too big. You know how he just curl up on a ball like he did in training? He's like, and shit was popping off. Dirk and Ala were tearing the place up, looking for food. Garth and Garth were fighting, and there was other people raping the wives. It was bad. We had to get out of there. So we did, and we had to leave Sam. Yeah, it was probably mayhem. I think it's funny here because then Pip's like, he might surprise us all. Maybe he'll come riding up tomorrow. I just think it's funny, like, if Sam did come riding up tomorrow, it wouldn't just be Sam on a horse. It'd be Sam <laughs> on the giant-ass elk <laughs> with one of the wives and a baby <laughs> and this, like, mystery... And this black... Some stranger. <laughs> weird savior. guy, yeah, with black hands. So I just think, like... Oh, if Pip only knew. <laughs> like they're talking, like <laughs> trying to be hopeful, but really, Sam is kind of kicking ass there. still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still kicking ass. Yeah, he's outperforming what their expectations are. That's yeah, sure. and Grant even kind of jokes about it too. He's like, "Yeah, he's gonna ride up with Mance Raider's head." <laughs> it's like yeah. not far off. Yeah, but yeah, they're like John tries to move, he yells out, and they're like, "Get some milk of the poppy. We need to get this guy, yeah, back under." And then uh, John's like, "Hey, like, where's where's our help at? Does, has anyone notified Winterfell or or the king? Like, who's who's saving the day here? We're about to get attacked." Yeah, well, Pip does say they have made some preparations. He said the people that are on watch on the top of the wall have been commanded to look south and north, like watch both ways. Uh, and yeah, they I think they sent letters to the ends of the wall, and that's where they start getting into that. They sent letters to all the kings, but they all pretty much say they have more important things going on. Well, what about my brothers? They'll help. Yeah, what about Winterfell? Uh, Pip's like, oh, no, he doesn't Oh, know. fuck. He asked that question, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Aemon has to give him the whole spiel. Like, you've been gone a long time. A lot, lot's changed. Balon crowned himself. And then he attacked the North. Theon. Theon took Winterfell and... 
Killed your brothers. Killed your brothers, pretty kind of. Yeah. But the Boltons are said to have gotten him. Yeah, we have word of Theon for the first time, I think, since the last Theon chapter. Like, concise word of Theon. He has been taken. We don't know if he's been taken anywhere, but he has been captured, I guess, right, by Bolton's son and has been flaying, get, in, get, getting flayed inch by inch. <sighs> Rough. What do you think, Kyle? I, I'm, I don't know, man. That one I don't <laughs> believe. Okay. I have a hard time believing that. So John's like, whoa, I don't think I believe all this. There was I just saw a gray direwolf that knew me. He looked me in my eyes and we knew each other. Which yep. come on. They're not dead. They can't be dead. I saw a wolf. And he doesn't say summer, but he's got he, a point. He he thinks like he is trying to like how do these two stories mesh? And he's like, if Brand died, could he be living in the wolf like the guy that I killed when I found Egret? Arel is living in the Well eagle. he even talked about that earlier in this with the the, the eagle attacked him, and that's yeah. why my face is ugly. Because when he shows up, yeah, that's the thing. Is like when he first shows up, he sees Donald Noy. His leg is fucked up, like fucked, fucked up. But the first thing Noy says is, "What the fuck happened to your face?" Which was like yeah. a while ago. So like his face got fucked up by that eagle. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of badass. Um, but yeah, exactly. How long so, ago was his face getting fucked up? That's was that monthish. Like it's oh he, for sure. Yeah, it was way before he climbed the wall. Yeah. Two two months then, maybe. Basically, when he first met uh, Mance, we find it. Again, I just said I don't I don't quite trust the timeline around this area. It, it oh, said gosh. it was like timeline doesn't, but matter. it'll be close enough. Uh, about two months. So he's got some either some decent decent scars or some solid scabs. Either way, yeah, cool face. Uh, but he falls back asleep and he takes a little fever dream, little dream. Fever dream or milk of poppy dream? Well, yeah, milk of poppy dream. It's kind of like a fever dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's a little like, both, a little mix. He's all fucked up. I'll read it. I love a good quote by Nelson. When the dreams took him, he found himself back home once more, splashing in the hot pools beneath the huge white weirwood that had his father's face. Egret was with him, laughing at him, shedding her skins till she was naked as her name day, trying to kiss him, but he couldn't, not with his father watching. He was the blood of Winterfell, a man of the Night's Watch. I will not father a bastard, he told her. I will not. I will not. You know nothing, Jon Snow, she whispered, her skin dissolving in the hot water, the flesh beneath slothing off her bones until only skull and skeleton remained, and the pool bubbled thick and red. Weird, weird shit. That's weird. like a horror movie scene. It is weird. For sure. I think there's some, some maybe not truth to that, but I think he's definitely going to run into her again. Right. And like some stuff's going to some weird shit's going to happen, like where he's going to have to decide who he is. Wow. What a vague. What I know. A, I don't I don't know, man. Like where he's going to have to like see her. He's got to decide who he is. Is he going to have to kill her or not or have let there somebody else kill her or not? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's coming. And uh, mention of a bastard. She pregnant. Oh, true. They've been diddling in, in the sheets. I mean, I guess it makes sense, right? What bugged me about this dream the most, and you guys are going to say I'm a nerd and it doesn't matter, but I'm pretty sure the Is pool... the tree looks like Ned? That's true, but I'm pretty sure the pool in front of the tree at Winterfell isn't one of the hot springs. Like, doesn't Bran at one point say, like, it's bottomless? They don't know how, like, how far down it goes? Or, or like, how do you know that's not a hot spring? What, what, 
Wouldn't what that be even more likely to be I a hot spring because like it time, reaches? I think Osha is like swimming in it and like Bran gets brought up and then she pops out of it and she's like, I couldn't touch the bottom. I don't know how deep it is. And she says like, it's, he's like, aren't you cold? And she's like, I swim in frozen rivers up north. Like, I think it, that definitely happens. Yeah. The, the thing that was confused to me was that I, for some reason, I always thought this was like a bottomless cold pool in front of the pool in front of the tree no i, tree. I feel like there was always like steam coming off there's of definitely it, hot so. springs and I, I think that might be true in the show but i don't know maybe i'm just fucked up does it matter not really it's a dream anyway so it doesn't have to be accurate it could yeah. be a hot spring i'm gonna say that this pool is still warmer than the surrounding air because i feel like it's uh it's always steaming. I felt like it was steaming. Maybe I'm just thinking of the show. The Maybe show, yeah. Added. Again, that's what also gets me fucked up, so I don't know. But yeah, the other thing that you pointed out, Jeff, weird thing too, is his father's face. Because when he's like, I can't do it my, with my father watching, I even like was like, wait, what, your father watching? I was like, oh yeah, the, what the, are you face, gonna do? the tree face. What do you mean? She was trying to kiss him. No, yeah. I mean, I get why he doesn't want to kiss her. I just thought it was like, for some reason, when I read that it, the tree had the father's face, and then when he was like, no, not with my dad watching, I'm like, what do you mean? Your dad? Your dad's not in this scene. And I was like, oh, you mean like the tree, the tree. watching? Yeah. 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 Took me like a, a Well, double I think that might be more, a little bit more lore of those trees and the faces. I guess it's people that have died and the spirits get channeled through. I mean, that, we kind of heard that with Ocean, and the, the listen to the leaves and stuff. The weeping trees. Well, even the stuff. time when John had the ghost dream in Clash of Kings, right? Brand's the face tree was in had it. Brand's right? face, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, at least when John dreams of the trees, he puts people's faces he knows on them. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. But all yeah, right. that's all I got. So unless you guys got anything else, I think we covered the predictions. I think people are going to attack from the south. Um, that's I guess my next prediction, right? That's that's stuff we already know though. Wrap it up, Nels. Like John should have did in the sheepskin. We'll see Kyle in the next one for Cat 6. We'll see the rest of you guys on the spoiler section for John 6. Give the thing a like. If you're listening Share on Spotify, give a way to give some stars. Give us some stars. Yeah, just uh, a couple. Yeah, We're engage. not asking for all of them. Just give us a couple. No, we want more. A lot. We'll take the, the, the more the better. The more yeah, the better. I mean, yeah. The more the better, but one. be honest. You yeah, don't like Nelson. Give him, give him a three. On give iTunes, us, give us some constructive criticism. Give a whole. Come talk on the review. Discord about what you don't like, and we'll we'll probably change it. We can yeah, change our format just for you, right? We'll yeah. do it. Yeah, we'll do it. I ain't scared. We do sometimes we had before the yeah. one of the Discord people said to put in past clips of Kyle recommendations, and I do that every once in a while. Yeah, Re- Kyle recommendations, Kyle predictions, only when they're predictions. wrong. Predictions. Yeah, hopefully only when I'm wrong. But yeah, we'll see see everybody in the next one. Bye bye. Bye. Later, nerds. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Bye, Kyle. See you on the Bye, next one. Bye, Kyle. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now, on to the spoiler section for John 6. Jeff. Ooh. You got anything? All right. There's one keyword that I saw. Did you see? Dawn. Dawn. I did see. Lightbringer is frozen inside <laughs> of the wall. This is when he's approaching the wall. The quote is, by then the wall glowed pink and purple with the first light of dawn. So basically the sun was literally hitting the sword. I think John's going to be holding. John's going to have Dawn stab Danny in front of the wall at Castle Black. Then when yeah. he pulls it out, it's going to light up the, the- the wall crumbles. The, no, the sword's going to light up, mm. and then the wall will be glowing pink and purple with the first light of dawn. Mm. Bang. There you go. We like just that? tied it all together. <laughs>
A lot of time I don't think it's that direct of a quote, but yeah, there you go. There's there's how you and tie it all Mil- together. And then Melisandre's there, and she brings Danny back. <laughs> she Danny lights up die. all the Dothraki swords, and they win the, and they win the fight. <laughs> and then they win. <laughs> uh, that's all I had, and then I guess this dream. I don't know. I got a few. I have some stuff on the dream. Who will be next Lord Commander? Kyle made this prediction. He says John. John. Johnny boy. It's one of those things where I didn't want to argue him too hard, but like you yeah. can be like he is a 15-year-old boy who just got there like a year ago. So that yeah, is kind of crazy. He would have been like, uh, I mean, it, John's obvious, right? Like, it's the whole point of him being with Gior was to become a leader. He's not obvious. Sam, like, tricks him into, into doing it. Sam tricks everybody. Yes, but, like, Gior had the plan. Like, it was the plan. If, if and there's Sam, some magic Sam raven was, happening there. The raven. The raven in the cattle. was interesting. That helps. That's a good deciding factor. I think it's like once the raven pops out, then, like, it's a landslide of the acorns or whatever John's vote marker is. There's a lot yeah. of weird stuff going on with John's election in the books. It's, I think it's more straightforward yeah. in the, in the, in the in show. The show and it makes more sense. Cause he's like a grown man in the show. He is still a boy in the, if people yeah, call yeah, him yeah. boy still, it's just like, the he's, same he's like the kid. He's like Ollie in the show. Not quite as young, but yeah, pretty close. Exactly. I mean, close. Kid's yeah. gotta be 13 in the Closer show. Closer to Ollie than he is to kid Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. For sure. 24 year old. Yep. Uh, but you just mentioned the ravens. There's some some crows, ravens, and in, in this one. Yep, and they're talking. Same birds. Yep. So uh, to me, this is like I'm starting to wonder if like maybe the talking birds are the blood raven birds. Like you know how there was talking okay. birds in the Sam chapter. Yes. And I was like, oh, maybe it's more maybe that one because there's only really one that we see talking. I think. Are you sure that wasn't talking bird? Yeah, it was just one. And I think we we're saying maybe it's more raven because we don't really see a lot of birds talk different words, and that one does. Uh, I'm locked into that being more Montraven. I guess. I guess a, a different thing I'm proposing here is: what if all of uh, Bloodraven's birds can talk like that, and Mormont's raven just happens to be one of Bloodraven's ravens? And yes, some of the ravens that are above John yelling snow are some of the ones that made it back. Yeah, from the fist. But some of them are imposter spy ravens that are yelling yeah. snow. To pretend like they were coming that. back from the wall. But really, they're Blood Raven Ravens that he's trying to sneak in there and pretend to be. Yeah. Why would Blood Raven be giving, blowing his cover, though? Well, if his, Sam would be like, wait, I haven't trained that one. Would Sam, Sam know? I don't know. I don't know if he would know. But yeah, but that's, that would be a good I was, point. I was just playing devil's advocate. I do agree with you, though, that I'm sure that there's another talking raven like Gior's. He's not the only one that can say different words, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Next thing is. Uh, at one point, Pip or somebody says they've been sending letters to all the kings, but they're getting no yeah. responses. Like, we're, for, we're far off and forgotten or something. In the next yeah, Davos chapter, yeah. Davos learns to read. It's after the Red Wedding, right? Next four chapters are Red Wedding. Yeah, cat yeah. Aria, Cat Aria. Also, uh, I was just going to say, I just went through and saw that. Let me figure this out real quick. So, Sam came out this past Monday. The are next we, one that. Are we pl- Red Wedding's coming out on Christmas? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think so. Uh, so Sam came out yesterday, right? Or Monday? Is yesterday Monday? Yeah. Next week will be Arya with the Hound crossing the river. Then it's this week. Then it's this one, John. That's the fourth. Cat one. The first cat will be eleventh. The first Arya will be <laughs> the eighteenth, and the second cat, which is the Red Wedding, will be on Christmas Day. Oh god! So if we keep schedule, the red wedding comes out on Christmas. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. That's not good. It's not a good sign. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. 
Uh, that'll be a good Christmas present for the fans, though. Good, good listen episode. To listen to if you're driving home from like a holiday, holiday Christmas party or something. So it's a big thing that Stannis is going to come up and save the day. Well, so at the end of that, I think at the end of the next Davos chapter, he's learning to read, and he basically goes in and he's reading with Shireen, Edric Storm, and his son, and they're reading some shit about the Dance of the Dragons, and they leave. And now spoiler it's his, now I don't know if they're spoilers. I forget. I, I was just listening to some of these on audiobook. And then basically Pylos kicks them out. And he's like, all right, Davos, it's your turn. Do you want to keep pick up where they left off and read about the histories and stories? And he's like, nah, I'm, an, I'm a hand. I need to read about important stuff. And he practiced reading with the letter that Aemon sends. And it's like, we have letters from Mormont from Beyond the Wall. Other ravens have come back with no responses. Send help. We need it now. And Davos is like, has the king seen this? And they're basically like, uh, we gave it to Alistair when the king was kind of all moody. And he decided that it wasn't worth the king's time. So I just think it's interesting. We're hearing like we, we know that these letters have gone out. We've seen them. It's like we've already mm. seen Tywin reply and stuff. I just think it's interesting. We hear it now. And the next Davos is Davos basically being like, this is something we have to hey, take seriously. Hey, we should help these people. Yeah. The other thing is we hear that Theon has been captured and is being skinned inch by inch. Uh, that is a good point. inch by inch. Which is true. In the next cat chapter is when Bolton <laughs> – they're, they get to the twins, and I'm pretty sure Cat and Bolton are talking. And Bolton is like, "Hey, I got this. My son sent it to me, and it's all the skin from Theon's pinky finger." So next chapter, I think we find out this is true. Yeah. So you were saying like, "Oh, we're not going to hear of Theon, yada yada yada, forever." We're literally hearing about him. You're right. I, I must have been wrong about that. I still think that like by the midway through uh, Feast of Crows, most people think he's dead, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't believe you now. I, I don't believe a word you said. Cause you, <laughs> yeah, I might just have like, been wrong. Like Kyle's going to think that he's getting flayed, not that he's dead. Yeah, but how long – like getting flayed doesn't seem like a, a state inch. that you stay in very long, right? I don't know. <laughs> like inch a by inch. Worst if you're having a really bad time of it. Uh, the timeline doesn't matter. It's a means to an end. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> We know that timeline doesn't, doesn't matter. doesn't seem like you're having a comeback once Cat is holding all the skin from your pinky finger. Cat's going to come back with a slit throat in a couple of chapters. Well, at the end of the book, yeah. Very end of the book. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so besides that, the last thing I want to talk about is Dream at the End. Ned's face I on a weirwood tree. I don't this dream at all. Well, the one thing, I think the obvious thing is he's with Egret and her at the end, her skin dissolving in the hot water, flesh beneath slothing off until her bones, uh, off her bones until only skull and skeleton remained in the pool bubbled thick and red. She dies in the next John chapter. He finds her body. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of a little, that's a little she's going to die for a shadow. What's the whole, I'm not going to father a bastard and. You know nothing. I think that, I think part of that is he was the blood of Winterfell, a man of the Night's Watch. And I think maybe the whole, I think the you know nothing goes to that. He's, because that's what he said. Like he's thinking that I will not father a bastard. I want father a bastard. And she says, you know nothing. I think that you know nothing's more towards the I'm the blood of Winterfell. You're the blood of the dragon type thing. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I would see it going. But I don't know. That's all I had for it. Yeah. Uh, A couple of these chapters have just been built up to the biggest ones. Well, I think once – because the thing is once the Red Wedding hits, it's not just like the Red Wedding's like a high point. It's like all the characters are hitting high points. Sam – the next Bran chapter, he meets Sam. The next John chapter is the attack, the the battle from the south. The and John chapter love, after that is the love, battle from the north. 
you love those chapters. Those are great chapters. Yeah, those are great chapters. There's the the Davos next Davos chapter, like we said, is them getting news that two of the kings are dead, Balon and mm-hmm. Rob. Hey, we threw three leeches in the fire. We're going to have to actually kill the boy now, right? I think a lot of that's in the next Davos chapter. It's like shit is peaking all over the place. They learn about the very wedding in King's Landing. Yeah, Purple Wedding's very close to this book. Purple Wedding, Sansa goes north. Lysa gets thrown out the moon door this book. <laughs> oh, God, we got a lot of shit to <laughs> talk about. As I'm saying, all the, all the shit that pops off is pop, like pops off the last third of the book pretty much, and we're, oh, Red Wedding's kind of the, the starting point for it. So We've had some doozies the last last two, three have been... I think that's kind of why we're getting set up, right? Is because it's all hopefully getting paid off here soon. Yeah. But yeah, next couple, next, the next two chat cats are good. Uh, we were saying some of them are short. The two cats are actually decently, they're not short. The two arias are very, very short, like four pages each. But the two cats are, the first one's like medium length. The second one, the actual red wedding one, I think is pretty long. All right. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one for Cat 6. Cat 6. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye.